The following audio drama is a work of fiction. Any resemblance to persons or events, living or deceased, past, present, or future, are merely coincidence. You are entering a Lost Art of Production. Twisted Tales from Twisted Minds. An audio play. Interment. Act Two. Oh, you're still here. I don't blame you. Cemetery's so nice this time of the evening. Honestly, if I didn't have to work, I'd join you and just enjoy the peace. I do have to work, though. Lisa's stone here isn't going to clean itself. You're welcome to stay. I quite like the company. Ooh. Groundskeepers hate to see that. I just did some underground maintenance on Jackie Wayne Dame's plot. Might need some on top, too. Well, can't say I blame her, though. Old Jack deserves whatever punishment he can be given. Ray, well, you've heard of Jackie Wayne Dame, right? Maybe that was before your time. After? Well, at any rate, I first heard about Jackie on the news. I'll bet that's the first place Sarah, our jogger, heard from him, too. Now, before he had done anything in Buffalo Crossing, he wrote a letter to the news, claiming he had done all sorts of things everywhere else. News stations showed it to the police, who decided a portion of the letter could be read on air. How did that start? Well, I used to have the whole thing memorized. <clears throat> to those in small-town America, I have walked among the repulsive human race for as long as I can remember. And rest assured, that is much longer than any of you have ever lived. I walk among you taking wretched specimens as it pleases me. I have terrified your cowardly souls for centuries, spreading fear and mistrust, hatred and pain, and of course, death. I have gone by many names. Some of them still strike fear in your mortal hearts. As Jack, I cleared the streets of Whitechapel. I made every gathering in New Orleans play jazz as the Axeman. And Texarkana is still afraid to go out after sundown. But my latest activities were named much more aptly considering my heavenly mission. Simply Zodiac. And what have you done with the terror I've wrought? You've made games and movies and holidays of my work. All my work to instill fear has been twisted to provide entertainment. No more. Anyone with Halloween, Halloween decorations, decorations on their home, on their home will, not will not be safe, be safe tonight. tonight. 
I will be providing only fear from now on. If you don't take me seriously yet, you will. No Halloween. You have been warned. What a creep. Now, I, I want to state again that this was a letter received by Channel 10 yesterday. The police have been consulted and advise extreme caution tonight. Uh, curfew uh, will be in place starting at 8 p.m. And trick-or-treat has been moved to uh, uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. I feel safer already. Good afternoon, welcome to Cliff's Diner. Oh, hey Sarah. Hey Rachel. Did you hear about the letter? Just now on the radio. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's just some fuddy-duddy trying to ruin the best holiday of the year. Well, it's completely killed my Halloween spirit. You think there's really a killer in Buffalo Crossing? What? Of course not. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, welcome, welcome to, to Cliff's Diner. Diner. Look, it's probably some loser that didn't even get invited to a party this year. Rachel, you're still going to the party with me tonight, right? Ugh, Rachel. We'll talk about this when I get back. There's nothing to talk about. The hotel canceled all events due to the curfew. But, ugh. They found her while they were closing up. Oh my god! With all them people around. Somebody had to see something. Each room of the haunted house is separate, so, uh, she was the only worker in her room. Still, you think that. Uh, <clears throat> are you here for our order? Uh, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Can I start you off with a drink? Coffee's all around. Bring some cream, too, honey. Anyway, all the patrons thought she was just part of the display. That Poor girl. What the f*** is going on? How are y'all doing? Can I get you something else? Okay, just let me know if you need anything. Looks like you've got a sour grape over there. You don't know the half of it. Do you think there's a connection between the murder at the haunted house and the Channel 10 letter? Well, there's no evidential link, but uh, some of the guys in the precinct have theories. Thanks. Do we know what we want for lunch? Yeah, uh, I'll have the uh, patty melt with crinkle fries. At some point in Sarah's shift, the murder at the haunted house the night before became public knowledge. But there were a few details that Sarah hadn't already overheard. With no party to go to, she tried to convince Rachel to come over and watch scary movies after work, but she was in no mood for that. The news of the murder really seemed to shake Rachel. Sarah, on the other hand, wasn't going to let a little tragedy steal her favorite holiday. As she got home, she found she was the only one with any Halloween spirit left. Where'd all the decorations go? Hey, Mr. Burgess. 
Hey, Sarah. You took your zombie army down. I did, and I'm about to start on the lights, too. Oh, you aren't taking everything down because of that letter, are you? Yeah, I am. So you believe the letter? Well, I believe it's a, always a good practice to reduce risk, regardless of the credibility of the threat. <laughs> Felt that way ever since my own little zombie was born. Looks like the Johnsons took their lights down, too. Guess I better bring my door hanger inside. Don't want to be the only one on the street with decorations. Well, have the happiest Halloween you still can. You too, Mr. B. Until that little zombie of yours, I want a hungry, hungry hippo rematch. I will beat her eventually. <laughs> I'll tell her. But the way she plays, your chances are slim. Stay safe tonight, Sarah. I know if I was your age, I'd be out looking for trouble. <laughs> Don't worry about me. All the parties were canceled, so I'm staying in tonight. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Well, Mr. Spider-Tongue, looks like your work here is done for the year. Gotcha. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm going to put you at the top of the steps where you can scare me every time I walk by. Sarah had decided on a horror movie marathon since no one else seemed to be in the mood. She changed out of the greasy diner clothes into something more comfortable. The Freddy Krueger sweater dress she had planned to wear to the party sat lonely in Sarah's living room, illuminated by the dim orange glow of a jack-o'-lantern nightlight in the window. The window that faced the street. At least I've got George Romero to keep me company. Sarah watched her marathon as night turned to dawn, but fell asleep on the couch sometime before dawn could turn to Sean. audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's just that Ed doesn't have too many friends, you see. Can I get any of you nerds a drink? No. The man was dressed all in black and wearing a cloth mask over the lower half of his face. And human eyes burned like embers behind the stringy gray hair. Since you can't follow my instructions like they did in New Orleans, I'm gonna make you scream like they did in Whitechapel. Sarah grabbed the saucepan off the stove, and the man produced a hunting knife. Sarah had no intention to fight. She turned and ran toward the back door. She swung the pot into the glass as she leapt and prayed she wouldn't be cut too much. If you run like they did in Texarkana, I'll have to use the same tools. Help! Help! 
Sarah? What's going on? Hey, he's here. Oh my god. Get inside. Who's who's out there? I've I've got a gun. That won't be enough. <gasps> Sarah, call 911. He's... he's gone. You're probably wondering where old Jackie's grave came from, and if there was no body. <laughs> well, turns out the gun was in fact enough. When the police arrived, they found Jack in a yard a few houses down, missing about five pints of blood. Turns out, Jack had already purchased the plot. Imagine that. Did you get it? Did you get it? Go, go, go. But sometimes, things work out exactly as they should. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've just been robbed. Feel free to hang out as long as you'd like. But, uh... I fear I may not be able to join you for quite some time. I hope you stay just a little longer, so few people will ever stay long enough to find out. But the sunset here at Buffalo Crossing Memorial Gardens is simply to die for. Interment was written and edited by Lucas Hosley. Sarah was played by Susie Hosley. Rachel was played by Micah Ritchie. Jack, Mr. Burgess, and all other voices were portrayed by Luke Hosley. And Cemetery was brought to life by Jason Shepard. And as always, special thanks to freesound.org for your amazing sound library. This audio play featured an actual clip of the Night of the Living Dead soundtrack, as well as a clip of Herbert Chappelle's The Gonk, which is featured in the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack. For more from this author, please check out Into the Wallwood by L.M. Hosley. The paperback now available on Amazon. And uh, keep an eye on this feed, guys, for the thrilling continuation of Interment coming soon.